the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, president of Max Out Savings Advisors, and we are talking savings and investments in your retirement in one of Houston's, one of Houston's longest running financial shows. And we've been on for over a decade, and we talking savings, investments, and your retirement. Our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long, excuse me over the long term. To save aggressively and invest conservatively, and and we're doing that. First of all, through your savings program, you want to have everyone save a minimum of ten percent plus the company match in your savings program at a minimum. It's at least 13%, and those are some of the numbers that, that we're looking at for retirement that you're going to need need to do that. So we're going to be talking some about that. We're going to be talking about the markets. Worst start to the stock market in history this this week. Uh, if you've been listening to the show over the last couple of weeks or been receiving our free Max Out Savings Report, you would have gotten that up to three or four weeks ago. We've been actually much longer than that. We've been talking about a problem in the market, but we were pretty adamant that, that this market was in trouble and going lower. And uh, sure enough, uh, that's pretty much what it is. Matter of fact, uh, we wrote in our report uh, uh, in December that China, it was going to come out of China. And, and so we'll be talking about that. I, you know, uh, so uh, there's a lot to talk about. Start to the new year. Uh, things are changing very rapidly. Uh, you know, <laughs> where, where, where to start? In, 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 I, I wanted to kind of touch base on a story I saw this week from uh, – what was the name of it? It was the, uh, oh, I just, uh, it, it, it was that near, it, it, the company actually, creditdonkey.com. I, I just love this, creditdonkey.com. I mean, you know, uh, but they came up, they did some research and found that half of the Americans don't have more than $500 to spend up uh, right now. And and they found 45% of the American people uh, don't think they'll be able to save money at all. And really, this is this is a, a problem, of, you know, for many Americans out there. And uh, some other research I've seen says two-thirds of the American people live paycheck to paycheck. Look, it is very difficult to save money out there. The middle class is under tremendous assault. The middle class and the working people in this country are under tremendous assault. It's it's constant rules and regulation after the government costing them more money every single day. They, they, for the last uh, eight years, their their wages have stagnated and not gone up. Uh, one of the worst on record. We have the lowest participation, some of the lowest participation rates in 25 years, labor participation rates. It's very difficult. Now, 
uh, everyone's excited about low oil prices. Problem is, is uh, for the American people, for the working people in this country, what we have is is Obamacare is going to chew up all of their savings and more with the with the price increases in Obamacare. And for all those price in, in, increases, most of you people in Houston aren't even going to get to go to the medical center because now everyone is being shifted off to these other type of plans. And, and so this is turning into a disaster for the middle class, for the working people in this country. So you have to take charge of your retirement, your savings, and your future it, 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 it this is no it, this is this is the problem in the world today it, it's just a government it, it, what we've seen is a massive failure at government at all levels this is why i, I saw a statistic 80% of the of the people of the of the work of people in this country believe the government is corrupt this is what we've gotten ourselves into we went from from 25 years ago to people having a lot of confidence in government and a lot of confidence in their institutions to having you know 80% of them feeling that there's corruption it, it, these numbers come out of places like Africa and South America. And and we I don't believe our government is really necessarily corrupt, but I do believe they have completely lost touch with the working people in this country. And, and, and so you have to sit there and take charge of your own retirement. I mean, these, these numbers right here, two-thirds of the American people living paycheck to paycheck. I saw a story from uh, – on, on Margaret Thatcher. Margaret Thatcher went and raised taxes – I, across the board, and, and then she was thrown out of office. You know, the great uh, conservative, she was thrown out of office, and they asked her years later. About a year later, she lost the election, in, or I don't know what it is exactly over there in in, in, in England. But they asked her, well, you know what, what, you know what happened there, uh, and she said, you know what, I really didn't understand was how many people in this country are living so close to the edge, and I think that's something that our government has completely lost touch for. And so what you want to do is you don't want to be the people living close to the edge. You want to be the people saving money. It's not that hard. And the way you do it is very simply you put away 10% at a minimum in your company savings plans plus the matches and just conservatively invest the money. You save as much money as you can, then you conservatively invest it. And that's the key. And for, for, for people that aren't with bigger companies, try to get start your own savings plan or ask your HR department if they have a savings plan for you. A lot of people in in in, court, in working for companies just don't save in their plans. Put away at least five or ten, five or six percent to start with. I mean, if, if times put away the five or six percent, just tighten your belt and just don't spend the money at all costs. And over time, you're going to build up wealth. It's pretty simple. The power of compounding of money over the long term is really the uh, Benjamin Franklin called the most powerful. Uh, powerful thing in the world. And so take advantage of that and save money. You cannot, in the future, we will not be able to depend on the government. And I think this is becoming increasingly clear. Uh, so, you know, I really wanted to talk about that. Uh, we write a lot about this in our Max Out Savings Report. We send that out. Uh, you know, we have everything from uh, uh, common 401k mistakes to how to handle sudden wealth to our outlook for 2016, which we wrote about in December. It's all free. We put together a lot of stuff to help people on the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help managing your 401k or your IRA rollover, you're retiring, that's, that's what we do at Max Out Savings Advisors. We're a Houston-based company, and I'll be happy to sit down with you and go over your financial situation. Look, this market fell 6% this week in one week. You know, A lot of people out there just flat weren't prepared for this, had no idea it was coming. If you need help, 
We'll be happy to help manage your assets. Just go to maxoutsavings.com. Now, a couple of things. This is a live show. The Max Out Savings is a live show. We're here in Houston, Texas. Uh, and uh, if you've got any questions or comments, you can always give us a call at 713-339-1070 at the station here. 713-339-1070. I'll be happy to answer your questions about savings, about investing, about the markets. Uh, feel free to give us a call. The... Yeah, uh, as we're saying, look, a tough year's come up, uh, and looking at some of these numbers, the the, the market. Where, where let me see here. Where is it? You know, I I had I uh, I had by looking at my notes and 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 I pulled my notes from uh, the year end numbers from I guess it was last week's show and uh, the. Uh, Dow was down, and I, and I just wrote down, Dow was down 2%, 2.2% for the year. S&P was down 0.73. Uh, the NASDAQ was actually up. Uh, all, what was remarkable about there was virtually no asset classes outside of the German and uh, Japanese stock markets that went up worldwide, including commodities, including bonds, including uh, stocks. You know, some of the bond markets were up a percent or so, but really a very poor year. And yet, the mainstream media, you know, led by CNBC, it was just constant cheerleading. Oh, oh, this is going to be a good year. They had these people talking. Uh, market was going to go up uh, 15, 20 percent. Earnings were going to be good. The economy was good. Uh, you know, they had some idiot this week talking about Apple was going to go to $200. It, and Apple came it, Apple came out and they're having to cut numbers. Their sales in China are suddenly dropping off. I mean, it was just absolutely remarkable. You, you know, the pe- repeating the same garbage every year about the economy is going to grow. The S&P earnings going to be up 15, 7 to 8 to 10%. Uh, stock market is going to be up 7 to, to 15%. They all say this, and they don't even know what they're talking about. These people completely ignored the fact that China was in very severe financial trouble. They completely ignored the worst commodity collapse likely since the Great Depression. And that happened last year over the last 18 months and pretended like nothing was wrong. It was remarkable. It was, it was a complete sh- remarkable show of, of, of incompetence and stupidity by many of these people. And, 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 we, and we warned you that there was probably going to be some problems. And, and, and sure enough, the market opened up down this week. It was down 6%. This is the worst start to the stock market in history. Now, what's really remarkable about that is, look, typically at the first of the year, a lot of new 401k money comes in and a lot of money gets allocated into the markets. It, it didn't. So that money was coming in, new money for stock buyback rooms. It didn't stop this market at all. So this is this is something we're going to have to talk about here later in the show and see what's happening. Let's take a call from Carl. Hello, Carl. Good morning, Ted. How are you doing? Pretty good. Yourself? I'm good. I listened last week, and I heard you say you thought the market was going down uh, 20%, and uh, I was probably one of the folks that uh, probably stayed in. But I was wondering, uh, mm-hmm. I don't have, I've sold all my bonds late last year. Okay. I'm probably about 27% still in the market and 73% basically cash and 2 or 3% little. Uh, would you go ahead and move the other... 25% out of the market, or what, what, what's your thought? You know, th- this is kind of what we're wrestling with. I mean, we're sort of, you know, we, we're way down, and we have a few stocks left, which we're trying to figure out what to do with them. Uh, I like our go- I like the gold sector. It, look, if it's something, a couple things. If it's a legacy stock, 
that you've held for years. Uh, the classic is Exxon in this town. You know, you don't want to say I'm an Exxon guy. So yeah, so I've got yeah. a fair amount of Exxon. Now, in, in, in that case, you might want to be a little bit back it off just a little bit. But but yeah, you, your, your legacy positions you want to hold on and ride through the markets. Uh, you, you know, I, I, years ago. Uh, I got a, one day we get a Federal Express package coming into the office, and it's from my cousin, and it's a it's a big pile of stocks that uh, that stock certificates that that no one knew knew we had that that my grandmother had. They pulled them out of the safety deposit box, and it was it was they, we knew we had they had some stock, but it was a million dollars worth of stock, and they just never sold them. It was things like Exxon, it was United Technology. Well, someone was Kodak that did badly, but in the end. In Xerox, but in the end, it was you know it, it, it built up a huge amount of money. So your core positions that you're willing to ride through whatever it takes, you hold on to those. Uh, the other stuff, I think you 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 get rid of because I think this is going to be a very tough market. I look, I think it's going to go down at least twenty percent, probably more than that, Carl. Very good. Well, I will probably do some selling early next week. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Okay, thanks, Carl. If you have a Thank question, you. comment, give us a call at seven one three. Three three nine ten seventy. That's seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. This was really surprising that this market went up like it did. I mean, really, uh, that new money was coming in, and it should have it should have held the market up for at least a week. Typically, in my experience, it, typically the markets oftentimes will go up for the first week, and then bang, they'll just they'll perform like this the second week. Which really, it tells me a couple things. It tells me we got a very weak stock market, much weaker than people think. And it also tells me that the institutions were desperately trying to hold the stock market up so they could report some somewhat decent numbers so people would, you know, they would hold their, their clients in, in, in here. And, and, and they were cre- having an increasingly hard time holding it up. And then at the first of the year, it just fell apart with, with, with selling and, 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 the, and the new money that came in was almost immediately overwhelmed. The, the the second thing really was China. Uh, China opened up uh, New Year's Day and fell seven percent almost instantly, and that was a shock to some, some people. Listeners of the Max Out Saving Show, it wasn't a shock to them. As a matter of fact, in our report that went out in December under 2016, I think the big story for 2016 will be the will be the continued economic downturn in China and the decline of the Chinese yuan currency against the dollar, and so we pretty much called that. Uh, right on right we just nailed it and and so uh that's pretty much what happened the, the story out of china isn't is not the declining stock market although it's interesting it uh, i i want to say it was uh, wednesday or thursday over there that stock market literally was open for 29 minutes and they had to shut it down because it fell six percent six seven percent uh and so it's very weak the real story in china is massive capital flight coming out of china and, and, and a falling Chinese yuan that's going to export deflation. We'll be talking about that later in the show. But if you need, if you like some of this free uh, if stuff like the Max Out Savings Report, just go to the website, maxoutsavings.com, and you can sign up for it. If you need help managing your portfolio, just go to maxoutsavings.com, and you can set up an appointment with me. We'll be right back after this quick break. Seven, if you've got a question or comment, 713-339-1070. The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioca is taking your calls now at 
Ted Gioka will return after these messages. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show up your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. Serving the Houston area since 1986, South Coast Hydraulics is a leading provider of sales and service for a full line of components, including cylinders, motors, pumps, valves, controls, high-pressure pumps, and gas boosters. South Coast Hydraulics can custom design, supply, or manufacture, install, and service systems in your plant or on your mobile equipment. Drop by South Coast Hydraulics at 10,010 Comanche Lane near Gessner and Hempstead Highway, or visit them on the web at schydraulics.com. Ted Gioka of Max Out Savings Advisors. These are treacherous times for the economy with serious challenges for Houston investors. Researching and analyzing developments in Washington, Wall Street, and even Beijing, it's a full-time job. It's my life's work. When it comes to your savings and retirement investments, let me keep an eye on things for you. Spend an hour with me in my Galleria area office and get an idea of what's ahead and how to protect yourself. Ted Gioka, Max Out Savings Advisors. Visit MaxOutSavings.com. AM 1070, The Answer. The Max Out Savings Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. And if you got a question or comment, give us a call, 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Savings Show. Talking about China, what went on? A lot of people were really spooked by the market this week. Market had the biggest drop, uh, start the worst start week in history uh, of the of the market, which that's pretty bad. And you know uh, what what's going on? A, a couple things. If, if, if I saw uh, some stuff that was in the uh, Stock Traders Almanac. It said typically when the market's up for the first week of the year, it's up about 85% of the time. When it's down, it's still up about 54% of the time or more than half the time. But the average uh, up move during the down year was only 0.7%. Interestingly enough, in 2008, we also started a very bad year. Uh, We were down 5.3%, which isn't much worse than this. So that was up there. And I, I tell you what I think happened. This is what I really think was happening is, is like we talked about, the institutions were really trying to hold the market up. You know, you could see it. They were talking up the market, a Santa Claus rally. They were all excited. Are we going to be positive? Are we going to be negative? It, it, they were really trying to build it up. It's going to be a great year next year. And uh, I think a lot of, of, of fund managers started looking at this market and, and 
they, they really started taking a pretty hard look at it. And we were we wrote about this in our Max Out Savings report that we went through some of the problems and, and, and a global commodity collapse uh, that's probably close to depression style, uh, a currency turmoil, uh, a dollar strength, a slowdown in China, yuan devaluation, a currency, a, a crisis in the junk bond market and gating of mutual funds. We put out a special, we put out a special edition to the, to the max out savings report uh, interim report warning you to stay out of the junk bond market in, in the early in December. Uh, so, you know, all of these things, uh, poor U, U.S. retail sales, the Federal Reserve rate hike, uh, record court, uh, uh, corporate debt levels. And, I, and what I think is really starting to be a, a loss in confidence in Barack Obama, that all added up to, I think a lot of portfolio managers are looking at this and going, you know, hey, this is a pretty tall uh, uh, you know, patch of ground to climb, and for this market to go up, and and I I think they really started pulling the trigger. And I, the other thing I really sensed was in talking to people is a lot of people are really really nervous about this market, and I think that all just gelled. And, and then and then China sold off seven percent. That really shouldn't have dropped our market like it is. I just think it all people looked at and this said this is not looking good. And interestingly enough. We saw the same thing in 2008 with a big drop. And in, 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 in 2007, we were writing in our max out savings report. We wrote, we said, look, there's problems coming up. There's a huge real estate bubble in this country. And, and there's going to be a problem on Wall Street. And there's going to be failures of investment banks. This was written in the, in, in the fourth quarter in uh, October, November time frame in 2007 that we said investment banks were going to fail. I, it was one of the most controversial things we ever did. I, you know, I sent the report out. I regretted it almost instantly because nobody else out there was saying this stuff. We had we actually we, we had some people on Wall Street started getting our reports because no one was saying this. For all the talk out there, everybody's an expert on financial crises now. There was nobody out there doing it then. And, and, and we, we laid out the case that it was we said to stay out of the market we said it's a perfect storm coming and not only that we explained what was going to happen the rest of these guys are looking at some stock charts and trying to make predictions we're digging down and doing the research and then coming in and bringing it to you guys on the max out savings report so i'm be, you know i'm wondering is 2008 similar the the first week drop in 2008 similar to 2009 that's a possibility i think there's some real problems out there and and, and so this is why and filtered in, and you got a very bad market. I mean, Friday, the market should have been up. It was down all week. It was a pretty easy bounce into the weekend. It just market went up some early on, and it just it just at the end of the day just kept going down, which is unusual. Uh, typically, Fridays, <coughs> Wall Street wants to good uh, put a positive spin on things for the weekend, and it tends to go up a little bit. And the shorts cover as well. Uh, but but really, a, a lot of shocked people out there and. And, you know, for the first couple of days, there was, it was again, a lot of the mainstream media was really talking this market up. But by the end of the week, you could see there was some real concern out there. So, I, you know, we don't think this thing is over with by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, we have a here, – here's the problem you got. Right now, if you look at retail sale, it, let's just take it to the United States. Let's forget about China. Let's forget about uh, – the, some of the worst economy in Brazil in 60, 70 years. Let's forget about massive slowdowns in Australia and Canada and the rest of the world and, and a collapse of commodity prices. The American consumer, 
very poor retail sales. Look, with low gas prices, it should have been a retail sales boom this year. Now, granted, it was a warm winter. Uh, So what we got was we got good employment numbers, but that's the only good bit of news. Retail sales have been bad. Manufacturing's bad. The uh, Milwaukee PMI was in in the in the mid low 40s that that's recessionary numbers the chicago pmi was under was 48 was down that means the manufacturing sector is is contracting out there uh it's just it, it's just not a good picture now in theory the consumer should be doing quite good because we got 33 dollar oil happy days are here again and everywhere except texas and oklahoma and north dakota and louisiana and arkansas the list goes on but but it should be good for consumers. What's happening? Obamacare, remember, people just re-upped their, for their new uh, health care insurance. It went up. I don't know about y'all's. My health care insurance went up very substantially. And I was pretty shocked by the premium we, we were paying on it. And my, and my insurance person said that, Ted, there's people dropping it because they just flat out can't afford. There's, they said there's no way they can afford this type of insurance. And it was basic, you know, not basic, basic, but it was a standard, reasonably good policy, and it wasn't gold plated. Uh, it, it, and, and so this is this is what's happening. So the American people, the middle class, cannot afford this. The middle class is imploding. The middle class is in severe trouble, and so this is this is what's starting to affect things here in the United States. It, it, we, we've seen restaurants aren't doing as well. We've seen retail aren't doing as well. They should be doing better. It's because of the cost of everything the average person in this country is using is going up. So. So I think this is affecting things. Earnings are coming out now for the first quarter. I, I don't I don't think they're going to be good. And so I think you have to have a plan. You have to have a defensive plan in place in this market. You've got to have your assets managed by people that understand bad markets and understand cycles and understand that the markets go up and down. I, I, I think – we're, I think it's done for probably five or six years, the guys, the indexes, indexers outperforming. I think that's over. Uh, I, I think the people that are just all in all the time. They're going to have a lot of bad time. You're going to see probably a very choppy market going forward over, over the longer term. And you're going to have to be in specific asset classes and specific industries to do well. I, I think that that's that's what's going to happen. We've had a free ride with the indexers. And, and and I don't think this is over at all yet. A, a couple, one of the bigger reasons is we've talked about the fangs. The fangs are are your Facebook, your Amazon, your Netflix, your Googles, those type of companies that that the Apple Apple's starting to break down. Until those stocks break down substantially, you're not going to see this market over. The reason the fangs are so important is the S and P 500 is is a market cap weighted uh, fund, which means the bigger the stock, the bigger the percentage that's in the portfolio. Which means someone like a uh, an Amazon at three at a multi hundred billion dollar market cap has much more uh, market cap than say a General Motors, which may be uh, forty fifty billion dollars. So, so the more money goes in, the more money goes into that. But here's the thing: when it worm turns the other direction, all bigger money is going to come out of those. So I think you're going to have to be much more targeted. I think you've got to have a defensive plan in place. And if you don't have a defensive plan, you should get one. If you need some help, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. I'll even sit down and, and see if we can help you out manage your assets. But you can at least get some of the newsletters and things to help you out because I do think that the world is dramatically changing. This is a very different world we're coming into. Uh, it, it, it's increasingly looking. 
looking like like it's going to be a, a a very tough year, increasingly more like 2008. And and I really think a lot of this stuff is coming out of, out of China. Uh, we we wrote about one of the big stories that's not well understood, and and we wrote about it again. And I and I don't mean to keep bringing up the max out savings report, but but we write this stuff to help you out. Is we wrote about the in a world of zero zero interest rates set by central banks, only currency moves will make a difference. Okay, in a world of zero interest rates, only currency moves will make a difference. Because once you're at zero, maybe you can go negative a quarter point or something, but you're pretty much trapped. The central banks are trapped. The only thing they can now do is try to control, try to control. Uh, currencies. I suspect if things get really bad, the Fed is going to try to bring down the dollar as a way to stabilize things. That that That's what, what they're going to have to do. And the, and, and the problem with that is, is China is in big trouble right now. China has $17 trillion worth of debt. Uh, that is more than the Long-time listeners know that that's more than the combined total of the U.S. and Japanese banking system. Now, they've used that. They've lent out money to corporations, municipalities to build out infrastructure in factories. Hey, China's got really good infrastructure right now. They got a heck of a lot of empty buildings, enormous amounts of empty buildings in China. We've been to China. We've done our research and looked over there. They have empty shopping malls. But what they also have is massive amounts of factories that are running at probably less than 50% of capacity. These factories are all desperate to sell things on the world markets. And so that means there's excess massive amounts of of excess manufacturing capacity. And they're going to, a couple things going to happen. Remember, Years ago, I bought a Toyota because it was cheap. When I just got out of college, it was a cheap car. They, they, they were building cars in the U.S., and they were getting pretty good. I bought a Toyota Corolla. Now, 20, 30 years later, you can buy a Lexus, which is as good as any car in the world. And the same thing is going to happen with the – is going to happen in China. They're going to go after the higher-end manufacturing stuff and compete against U.S. corporations. But more importantly, the other thing that's going to happen is the only way – that $17 trillion, there's at least $2 trillion maybe or more of bad debt there that's going to have to be – the only way they can save themselves in China is either going to grow the economy or, de- or, de- or depreciate their currency to cr- cause inflation. They're going to have to do a 20 percent de- uh, depreciation of the currency, and that's going to – export deflation around the world. Now, let's take a quick call from Oscar. Hello, Oscar. How are you doing? Hey, pretty good. You know, uh, you're right on target with this China thing, but the, the China with this massive debt, okay, yeah. uh, that's huge, but they lost half of their customers. The, the world is, uh, you know, in a, in a deflationary. They, they're broke. Yeah. Brazil is broke. You know, all these countries are broke. And China, in, to, to pay their debt, now without no customers, it's like a guy who starts a business and he's in customers. Yeah, no, that, that's it's, exactly that, right, that's Oscar. something people don't talk about. China is a symptom of the rest of the world that there's no customers left for, 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 for places like China or the United States. Or, or, uh, is that right? Yeah, well, so what's China's going to do? China's going to depreciate their currency, figuring, hey, if we can make our currency 20% cheaper, our, com- our companies can sell 20% cheaper. They can undercut the Americans and the Germans, and we're going to try to take business from them. That's, That's the only right. thing they can do. 
That's what happened in the Depression. Yeah. When they were going to be dumping stuff all over because there were no customers during the Depression anywhere. And everybody was dumping. That's yeah. what Japan was doing. And, and China's going through the same thing, uh, trying to do that. But no matter what they do, oh, the, the rest of the, uh, the, the third world, uh, like I say, it's broke. And, and there is no, no matter how much they lower, it's, it's even worse with the, you know, with, with the currency depreciations of these countries, right? Yeah, no, that's exactly what's going to happen. They're going to depreciate, and they're going to, they're, what they're going to do is an export deflation worldwide. Right. And it's, no, this is what we're looking at in China. And, and the others, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's it, Oscar. I mean, it's, it's just not a good situation yeah, at all. People fail to realize that the problem in China is a symptom of the rest of the world slowing down, that they, everybody's broke. And, and, and they, can't, they can't buy the, the, their manufacturing goods anymore. And the, it's a symptom of the, what's going on in the rest of the world. No, Am that, I that's, right? Yeah, that, look, that's why you have the biggest drop in commodity prices probably since the Depression in the last 18 months. Yes, and, and if Australia cannot sell their commodities, or uh, Chile, or any of these other countries, Brazil especially, well, if they can't sell Cuba, where are they going to have the money to buy anything from anybody else? Yeah, no, I mean, Canada, it, it's not just Brazil. It's Canada, Canada and also, Australia, yes. because all these guys were exporting massive amounts of, of commodities into China. China was using about 40% of the much of the world's commodities except for oil, which is about 13%. So yeah, no, it's it's we're in a tough situation, and I think this I think you're gonna have to be have your defensive plan in place, Oscar, and I think this is gonna be a very rough market this year. Yeah, I think you're gonna be see a very substantial correction. The worldwide deflation has finally caught up here, and that's why deflation so is such a terrible thing. And uh, now the whole world's in it, and uh, have, heaven help us if we can get out of this thing. Hey, thank you, Ted. Thanks, Oscar. Yeah, and look, and this is how they had the the, the, uh, the tariffs, Smoot-Hawley tariffs had to finally be put in to prevent dumping. And I, I think, look, this is the road we're going on very quickly. Here's the other thing that's happening in China is China, in addition to they need to lower their currency, China has massive amounts of capital flight coming out of there. The numbers I'm 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 looking at some numbers on capital flight out of China. One of the numbers says eight hundred billion dollars in about the last five quarters. Uh, another one is saying about five hundred and something billion dollars uh, coming out uh, uh, of of China. I think that's this year. China is there's massive. Everybody is trying to flee China to get their money out of there, which is making the matter worse. And we talk about, hey, look, where do you go here? What do you do? We're going to talk about that after this quick break. But if you need some help, go to maxoutsavings.com. We'll be right back to continue talking about this. And our phone number is 713-339-1070 right here in the Max Out Savings Show. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. Ted Gioka of Max Out Savings Advisors. Because I live and work here in Houston, I've seen how national and global events impact local investors. People at the bank, at the gym, at the park tell me they're worried about the future. You know what? So am I. That's why I have a savings and investment plan. Do you? You feel secure. Spend an hour with me in my Galleria area office and get an idea of what's ahead and how to protect yourself. It's the Houston thing to do. Ted Gioka, Max Out Savings Advisors. Visit MaxOutSavings.com. It takes a Houstonian to know what a Houstonian needs when it comes to savings, investments, and retirement. And Ted Gioka of Max Out Savings Advisors knows what Houston investors need. This native Houstonian raised his family and built his investment firm right here in Houston. 
He knows that Washington and Wall Street can impact Houston investors, and he'll share that insight with you. For a confidential review of your investments in Ted's Galleria area office, call Max Out Savings Advisors or visit MaxOutSavings.com today. Serving the Houston area since 1986, South Coast Hydraulics is a leading provider of sales and service for a full line of components, including cylinders, motors, pumps, valves, controls, high-pressure pumps, and gas boosters. South Coast Hydraulics can custom design, supply, or manufacture, install, and service systems in your plant or on your mobile equipment. Drop by South Coast Hydraulics at 1010 Comanche Lane near Gessner and Hempstead Highway, or visit them on the web at schydraulics.com. By the time Monday morning rolls around, it's time to get back to work and to get informed, too. So start your day with Bill Bennett's Morning in America at 5 o'clock. I'm Chuck Tiller, and I'll ease you into the workday with a good oldie for you around 520. And some great conversation with Bill Bennett and his guests bringing you up to date over the events of the weekend. Then at 7.05, the Sam Malone Morning Show. Bill Bennett's Morning in America. Weekday mornings at 5, right before Sam Malone at 7 on AM 1070. The Answer. We're having an everything-must-go sale with the Discount Shopping Club. We already have deeply discounted prices on amazing products and activities from kayak rentals to ice skating, from counseling to cruises. But right now, you'll find $150 gift certificates for fresh floral arrangements from Lexus Florist slashed to $25. Great products and services from quality businesses at amazingly low prices. No membership, no fees, just savings. Go to the Discount Shopping Club at am1070theanswer.com right now. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we are talking savings, investments, and your retirement. As always, here on the Max Out Savings Show, if you got any questions or comments, 713-339-1070. And that's what uh, Eleanor did. Hello, Eleanor. Hi, how are you doing? Good great, morning. Great. You had a question for us. Yeah, I have a question about rates, R-E-I-T-S, and specifically about um, rates that are, basically I have some investments in the rates that are used, um, it's the real estate under the pipelines that are to be piping oil, and it's gone down significantly this year, and I wanted to see um, what you think about that. Yeah, was it, okay, that, that's the REITs, pronounced REITs, and it's, is, REITs, is that, sorry. yeah, was that the one, the pipeline, which, which, were the, which one of those was that? Um, I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah. I think uh, it's from Canada down to, I don't know. Yeah, that might be, that might be a, an MLP. A REIT is typically the real estate in, investment trust. The, the MLP tends to be the pipelines and different things like that. The investor guy told me it was basically the real estate, they're renting the real estate on the land on which the pipes are carrying the uh, oil, transporting it. Okay. That probably is a pretty, that's probably a pretty good investment. Do you know what it was yielding? Uh, no, it lost money though. Yeah. Okay. Here's what I'm looking at right now. Is look, I I think the REITs are probably overvalued here still. If if the if the REIT is paying, they need to be paying about eight, nine to ten percent with pretty solid backing of those of those uh, uh, dividends in order to hold them in here. I think real estate is in trouble because of the economic slowdown coming up. So I'd avoid the REITs. I'm not as sure if you'll email me the at Ted at Max Out Savings. Dot com the, the name of the company I'll investigate that one specifically. Okay. I'm not what sure. is your email address again, please? Uh, Ted T E D at maxoutsavings.com. Ted E D at maxoutsavings.com. No, okay. Ted T uh, Ted, just Ted T 
T-E-D. It's just T-E-D at maxoutsavings.com. Oh, okay. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, but that that's a good question. Look, we like some of the MLPs, and we've bought some of the MLPs just in the last couple of weeks because when they collapsed in price. But I right. think the REITs aren't quite done yet. Okay. Thanks. I mean, the, the investor guy told me to hang on. It's probably up for a rough year, but it's a, he believes they're going to come back. Yeah, uh, that's a dangerous thing to be saying here in this market. But let, let, email me, and I'll take a look at it for you. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Have a good morning. Okay, thank you, Eleanor. Uh, and let's take, take a care. call from Bill. Hi, Ted. How you doing? Good. Yourself, Bill? Pretty good. Uh, one reason the market didn't come back, and I thought it would too, you know, you're looking for, you should see a bounce, yeah. was two of the major banks and several of the hedge funds, Evercore for one, had put out a, a, a memo saying to their clients, sell until uh, the S&P was down below 1900 sell any rally. In other words, they thought it was at least going to drop, you know, 8 or 10%, so they didn't want their clients getting burned, uh, jumping back in too soon. Yeah, I mean, that's what appears to be. Ha- there seems to be, I mean, you should have gotten some type of rally after that big decline, and you're just not seeing it all. Well, it, it jumped up, and, and you know, uh, rally or short squeeze, it's more like, you know, it's really a short squeeze, but they started it. And, you know, they were up 150 or 200 points in the morning, and it just slowly ground down all day long. And you could tell people were taking advantage to, you know, they're not they're not jumping out of the market big time. They're just readjusting their portfolios because they don't think it's going to drop. The bottom's going to drop out yet. But the way it's going right now, what you said about China is what's going to have to happen. And yeah. China's they've already dropped, what was it, 30 percent as of August, and they've dropped another 7 or 10 percent in the last month so it looks like what they're trying to do is every four to six weeks they're trying to to you know let their market go ahead and do what it's going to do but they're not letting it happen all at once yeah but the yuan is yuan is only down about six or so percent it's it's not down enough no but their markets had the crap knocked out of it and it's going to have to go down more they can't stop it but what they're doing it looks like you know they're 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 stopping their trading. They're telling everybody if they sell anything, they'll put them in jail. Yeah, li- and, literally, literally, and, literally. And then, then after a month or six weeks, they open it up again. And and uh, of course, this time they they tried the same thing they tried last time. They threw in tens of billions of dollars, and it didn't stop it. Uh, so uh, that's just like what was going on yesterday. There were people out there throwing in tens of billions of dollars trying to create a short squeeze. And it just didn't happen. No, no all, uh, yeah, this is all. going lower. And, and I think you're right about China. China. You know, the P.E. in China is still about 50 over there. It's still way too high. Oh, oh yeah, it's, 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 it's higher than that. <laughs> yeah, it's... You're right. You're on the right track. But the last I read, it's over 60, the average. And it's got to be dropping now because they're selling, you know, from the sale yesterday. But it's, I don't see how it's going to... They're, they're trying to create... Uh, you know, instead of a one one big drop, they're trying to create about four or five small big drops, but not as No, big. it's not going to work. I know it's not. <laughs> I agree with you totally. At some point, it's going to take off from them, but that, that's what they're trying to do. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's going to be the same in the end either way. Yeah, well, that's just it, and I think you just have to really get out of the way because I, I look this this market. It has a lot of support from the August lows. It's going, which is about eighteen eighty on the S and P. Look, I think it bounces off that. Then I think it breaks, and I think it goes lower. I think you're right. 
I think you're right. Well, it's going to be a fun ride, huh? Yeah. Thanks a lot, Bill. <laughs> yeah. Now, it's going to be, I mean, look, I think you have to be, you really have to be a little cautious in this market. You really have to get your defensive game plan up. Look, I think you're going to get some great values later this year in the oils, by the way, probably sometime in the first quarter here. Let's take a call from Roy. Hello, Roy. How you doing? Uh, thanks for taking my call. Um, first of all, I'd like to know who do you see winning the election this coming November, and, and what do you think about the hysteria surrounding this Donald Trump nonsense? I think he's a fake conservative. I think he's very dangerous for our country. I think he's more like a mixture between Franklin Roosevelt and George Wallace. That's what I really believe about Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah look, uh, that's an interesting question. Uh, look, a couple things. I, I, look, I had a top Republican tell me that if he runs for president, he's going to be the most liberal person we've run in, I think, ever or 50, 60 years. I forgot what the final, you know, the time frame was, but it, it's at least 50, 60 years. Uh, look, I, I, the, the, the positives about Donald Trump is is that the guy the guy made six, seven billion dollars. He can get things done and people want something that that that. They want something that's going to get done. They, they, they feel they've been let down by their government tremendously. And I think really Washington has lost touch with the American people. Over half of the counties in the, the richest counties in the United States are surrounding Washington, D.C. When I first saw that statistic, I was shocked. But it's just emblematic in, of, 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 a, of, a, of a government that's lost touch from its people. Uh, look, I think it's going to be Ted Cruz. I, I think Ted Cruz is going to continue to gain ground uh, but it could be Trump. Look, I, there's some of the polling is showing 20 percent of, of the Democrats and independents would, are, are going to vote for Trump. Uh, you know, that if you tells just, you right there, there's something wrong with this guy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but he's look. You're right. He is very liberal. I mean, you know, there's no doubt about that. But people want something done, and what's happening is people are are saying, "Look, I will concede some of my conservativeness if I can get a guy to get something done." I brought in all these Republicans that claim they're going to do the job and couldn't do it. That you know. I think in the end, people are going to start going to Ted Cruz, and then I think he's going to rise up in the polls. Uh, if if it is Trump, I'm suspecting he picks probably someone like Ted Cruz because he's really he he he's very he is more liberal than most Republicans. And if you put a Ted Cruz in there, you can make sure you hold the conservative base. But I think it's going to be Ted Cruz. I think if Donald Trump wins, I think I think he'll lose. And I think in the end, I think Glenn Beck will be the only one standing on talk radio. I think I think I think that this is going to destroy a lot of conservatives if Donald Trump runs and he loses. I think Rush Limbaugh and Savage, all these guys will be gone. I think Glenn Beck will be the only one left standing. I think uh, I think it'll be the end of the Republican Party in this country. I really believe that. Well, yeah. They, look, we if we don't win, if we don't win either way, yeah, it's going to be the end of the. Rep- I, I I don't see how they because reco- it's been one bad candidate after another that we've had to deal with. I'm really look. I think Ted Cruz is a huge winner. I think he's a bona fide conservative. Uh, I can't I can't emphasize enough of the importance of getting a winner. I mean, you, you, Trump. Look, you can say honestly he is a winner, but so is Cruz. Cruz beat the establishment in the state of Texas. People thought he had no chance of doing it. This guy's a winner. He's exceptionally smart. He's conservative. He's an incredibly decent individual, and I think he's he. Um, I I really think he's going to be the guy. I'm hoping and praying that that someone like Chris Christie beats Trump in New Hampshire. If Trump loses Iowa, and New Hampshire, I think he'll lose in South Carolina. I think Cruz will win in South Carolina, but, and and that'll be the end of Trump. That's, I'm hoping for that. Yeah, we'll see. But you know. Honestly, Roy, this guy is incredibly strong. Yeah, and dangerous. I'm serious. I think he's a, he's, 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 he's a, he's a dangerous man. I'm, I'm serious. Well, I, I don't think he's dangerous, but look, I think he's somewhat unpredictable. And, and, and uh, but 
I don't. I don't. I really don't he's think not he's a dangerous. Conservative, I tell you that. I, I well, I agree with that. He's not a conservative. And I, one last thing, I know this sounds really petty to a lot of people. I, I cannot. Will not support a first lady who's post nude and pornographic American magazines. Well, I didn't know lady. that. We won't go there. But thanks a lot, Roy. I appreciate it. <laughs> Where does this come from? Uh, uh, okay. If you got a question or comment, seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. We we'll get your questions answered. Look. I think it's going to be a rough year for the markets. I mean, I think we've tried to point that out in our, our reports. Uh, we're going to be writing kind of an, uh, an update here over the week, and we're going to be sending that out. If you're not on that list, maxoutsavings.com. It's free. All right, tell you what, let's take a call from Lynn. Morning, Lynn. Uh, good morning. Good morning, Ted. Um, I have a question about with a strong dollar like it is and equities not looking too good because of that, commodities down, um, what are you recommending for safe money what what uh short-term bonds uh intermediate-term bonds what duration uh bonds would would you be looking at right now uh a couple things high quality bonds short-term bonds the exception being treasuries uh because i think you're getting somewhat of a flight quality in tre- uh, in, in treasuries is going to be the biggest beneficiary we're in some of the treasury ets for our clients uh, the, the one thing we want to kind of watch is if it starts getting bad and the rates go up some, that means China's being forced to sell some treasuries. Which, But I, I, think, I think the flight to quality bid in treasuries is going to be pretty substantial, and that's the best place to be. Short-term bonds, you don't want to have any junk bonds. Uh, if it's corporates, it's, it's, a short-term, uh, it's a short-term bond fund. Okay. Then, well, if, if there's a po- there is a possibility that we're going to have a flattening of the yield curve. <clears throat> yes. Would you, would you be okay with a five- to seven-year duration uh, treasuries? Yes. Yeah. I think that I think that we actually own some twenty-plus-year treasuries, I, I, and it's simply a flight to quality. And I think as the economy is slowing down, that they're, they're going to come into that sector. Uh, I think the flattening of the yield curve is going to be somewhat in the in the in the, in the two to five-year area to some extent. It's going to move up a little bit. Uh, versus the longer end, because because the law, rates are so low, that's kind of what you're you're seeing. It's, it's very unusual, but but I think uh, I think the the short term bond funds make sure they're high quality in treasuries. I, I look, I think gold too. We're holding on to all our gold positions. I think that gold is gold's up three and a half percent. It's virtually the only asset class outside of treasuries that went up this year so far. Well, yes, I think, yes, uh, there's, I think, people out there thinking we're going to have the reflection trade back again soon. So that, that makes sense. Yeah, no, well, I think the key, the key lend to gold is, is the currency turmoil. Yes, yes, yes. Good, um, good question. Remember you telling me that. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Okay, thanks. I've got to wrap the show up here. Uh, a, c- a couple things. I, I, I want to r- kind of recap what we talked about here on the show today, uh, really the importance of making sure your savings rate is in place and you're saving enough money. By the way, the the new uh, limits for IRAs are the same as last year for 2016. You're looking at 5500 if you're over 50 uh, 55, then it's $6,500, uh, for, for the 401ks, 18,000 and 24,000. If you're over 55 there, make sure you're, it's the start of the new year. Make sure you're saving aggressively saving at least a minimum of 10% in this world today. That's so uncertain. You have to continue to save money to build up wealth. I think as we talked about, the big story is China. The big story is po- the depreciation of the yuan, which is going to export deflation. I think this market's in trouble. I think this market goes lower. 
much lower. You want to have a defensive plan in place. If you need help, go to our website at maxoutsavings.com. That's what we do at Max Out Savings Advisor. We manage people's wealth over there, uh, and we can set up a, an IRA rollover for you and, and manage your assets using our value investing approach to the market that also has a big defensive plan in place to kind of protect your assets. Uh, if you haven't signed up for the free Max Out Savings Report, that is free. You can also go to the website at maxoutsavings.com. We're Max Out Savings Advisors. We're a local company. We're here in Houston, Texas. This isn't some national franchise or national infomercial. We're local, so I will be personally sitting down and meeting with you. So if you need some help in this tough environment, go there. But remember our motto. It's to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key. To, to, to building wealth. Don't let these, these financial problems shake your savings program. We'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Produced by Doug Harris and Noisemaker Communications. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070, The Answer. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.